Hello, this is Caroline, and you're listening to Get a Clue, Stories of Change, my podcast on change management, restructuring, and transformation. I actually recorded this podcast twice already, and for whatever reason, the second copy just fused two different podcasts together, so now I am re-recording this podcast. And I have to laugh about that. My friends know that I love Los Angeles. In 2018 and 2019, I actually went there three times within seven months. That was a personal record even for me. I really don't care about Hollywood, so I'm not interested in the glam aspect of the city. I really like LA because of its energy. Somehow the SoCal energy really appeals to me. And then I I like the food and I like the diversity. When I'm in LA, I actually talk to my Uber drivers and I'm fascinated by the stories that they share with me about that bringing where they come from in the world and why they ended up in LA. I'm so fascinated by these topics that I actually wrote an article about that, about the the encounters I had with Uber drivers and um, published the article on Medium. I think it's called my my ode to LA or something like that. I have to find that article again. In June of 2019, I had done research. I had looked into communities because back then I was actually the co-founder of a digital community for women on personal finance and investing. So I was very curious about other communities and how they moved towards success. And so I attended a two day event by the girl boss community. In case you're not familiar with the girl boss community, it was founded by Sofia Amoroso, who is known as the founder of Nasty Gal, a very impressive apparel empire. She even had her own hit series on Netflix narrating her entrepreneurial adventures with Nasty Gal. And Sofia Amoroso in 2018, I believe, decided to turn towards the next entrepreneurial adventure, founded the Girlboss movement, the Girlboss community, and she managed to raise 6.6 million US dollars in total, according to TechCrunch, which is a very reliable base. Uh, source of information, apologies for funding data. The Girlboss community is an online offline community that reunites women of different age groups and different backgrounds, but they have one thing in common, and that's their quest to establish a successful side hustle. So there's the common vision. They all want to overcome the gender pay gap. They want to make sure they have enough money later, or they want to make sure they can pay for a cruise. I don't know what it is. We all have different financial objectives, but that's certainly the one common denominator. The Girl Boss Rally took place at the UCLA campus. UCLA, for everybody that's not familiar with, Southern California stands for University of California, Los Angeles campus. And let me tell you, the event was a dream come true. Not just any dream. If you're familiar with the song La Vie en Rose by Edith Piaf, 
that's the kind of event and event branding that I refer to. There were rose-colored banners hanging from the facades. There was rose-colored branding. There were even iPhone covers with rose-colored covers. And then there were yellow fonts printed on, on it and was a lot of branding about being a girl boss and getting paid for your services and products, etc. And while Edith Piaf in her song, Avian Rose, talks about how her lover makes her feel cherished, happy, all the vibes, I'm pretty sure that Edith Piaf, if she were still around, she would have loved the Girl Boss event. Paris Hilton participated in the opening of the event. Sally Kwarczyk, the founder of Elvest, an investment platform for women, was one of the panelists. Michelle Pham, who is a YouTuber who became famous because she explained how to apply makeup on YouTube and that's how she built her empire, was one of the panelists. There were experts talking about branding, self-branding, branding for your business, how to create a business, how to raise funds. It was a dream come true. I met some very compelling characters while attending the Girl Boss Rally. For instance, my Romanian acquaintance, Audra. Hi, Audra. Or a young woman from, I believe, Sao Paulo, who was a total hypo, so hypo, high potential, somebody that's ambitious and very successful early on in their career. I believe she was 26 or 27. She was already doing quite well. We discussed her um, professional trajectory and she had flown all the way from Sao Paulo to attend the Girl Boss Rally in LA. I think that already indicates how, how well known that particular movement was and also the kind of, I even wanna say, evangelical powers that somebody like Sofia Moroso can have. I'm trying to consider what else was so impressive about the, the Girl Boss event, but I think it was really the branding and the sheer power and also the energy, the buzz of it all. So it was a pretty impressive event. And I remember that I was really glad that I had put on my favorite red dress and a trench coat and had put on my Chanel lipstick because I really wanted to, you know, be part of that community. I wanted to be part of it and enjoy my time there. You probably wonder why on earth I'm telling you about the Girl Boss rally in Los Angeles in June of 2019. You, you are a transformation expert or a change manager or you work in HR or in strategy and you're like, why is this lady telling me about the Girl Boss event? I'm not American. I'm not a woman. I'm not interested in creating a side hustle. I just want to know how to implement this complex transformation project and not feel so stressed at night. And I get it. But to me, what happens quite often in change theory and also when I read through transformation case studies is that we don't learn enough from others and we don't 
change perspective we don't step on the balcony and really you know like review what's what else is out there in particular if you are driving a bottom-up transformation project then you need to look for let's say more exotic examples of what works and what helps people rally behind a common and joint vision and that's something that the girl boss community and sofia moroso do so well did so well i think they're still around it's just that sofia exited the community i believe in 2019. see what really worked so well in that particular context is that the members of the community they had the opportunity to learn from their peers so the peer is maybe somebody that's younger than you or maybe two or three years older than you, but that already made it big in business. It's not somebody that feels so far removed, like a Fortune 500 CEO that you don't dare talking to them. It's a peer of yours and you can learn from them. You can also help others and they can help you. So it's a very tight knit community. And given that it was an online offline community, you can also reach out to people digitally and learn from them. So that was a huge, huge benefit and definitely something that everybody that creates and has to implement a bottom-up transformation can get inspired by. Bottom-up transformations usually take longer than top-down transformations for good reason because you need much more time to communicate, but you also need more time for employees to actually co-create and come up with part of the plan of the bottom-up transformation. And then again, you need certain formats for that level of co-creation and you need meeting spaces, doesn't matter whether they're digital or physical where people can congregate and having this notion of online offline communities that engage in a perpetual perpetual cycle of inventing themselves and rejuvenating themselves and having access to information and learning on a peer-to-peer -peer basis is the type of dynamic you need in order to propel the bottom-up transformation forward. And this is something that a lot of people that edit articles about bottom-up transformation don't mention. What kind of tools do you need? What kind of communication channels, but also ultimately what kind of peer-to-peer -peer forums do you need? If you yourself cannot relate to the Girlboss community, then I encourage you to look at other examples. How about looking at the, reviewing the case study of the Holly Davidson brand community? There is an article about that, you can Google it. Or else look at more recent examples of communities such as Chief, a community for female executives in the US. You can probably even consider the youth climate movement as a community 
and learn from them. What's really important is that you need to find some sort of forum that enables the members of your organization to rally behind a common vision, but to also be able to develop that vision further, further and to reach out to their peers in order to bring it to life. And this is clearly something that the Girlboss community with Sofia Amoroso did very well. That's it for this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that it was good food for thought. If you have any comments, feedback, if you feel like there were certain issues that I didn't address, please let me know. I'm very grateful for feedback. Thank you so much for listening and bye-bye.